Hello, and welcome to the Abundantly More podcast. I'm Nathan. And I'm Emily. This podcast is a conversation about parenting, systems, rhythms, marriage, and everything else. And today is going to be fun. It's called 20 Questions, but not really. Oh, you did take my title. Good. (laughs) But first, we're going to talk about our week. We don't need to be professional. We're just people talking. I try to be. I'm trying. (laughs) Someday. (laughs) We'll be professional when we don't use boxes to hold up our mics and I don't know what else. I don't. I just don't think it, it's a big deal. It's not. It's a conversation. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Whoa. How was your week? Uh, do I have to go first? No. You can go first. How was your week? How was my week? It was a hard week. Oh. Yeah. Well, because we had summer last week, two weeks ago. The week before this one, yeah. And then this week was winter again, and it was just... It wasn't full-on winter. It just felt like winter because we did like a 30-degree swing or something. And, and continue to do every day. Yeah, it's it's chilly. Um, and I feel like that's kind of... The weather affects me. The gray days. But how yeah. would you say your week ended? Better. Yeah, it ended a lot better than it started. Which is good, right? Really good. Upward trending. Upward trending. Um, So I'm looking forward to this week, and I am hopeful that aside from the weather, it's going to be great. But yeah, we just had normal stuff. I don't know. School. We had some soccer soccer. practice get canceled. Oh, we did have some get canceled. Two. I don't know what happened this week. Mm. It felt kind of blah. We we got ice cream one night. We did get ice cream. That was the only warm day. That was the that was that seventy degree warm ish day. day. It was a seventy degree day. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It was a fine week. Yeah. Good, bad, ugly. We made it. Yeah, and we're on the way to the next one. Right. Okay. How about your week? Uh, you know. Um, I've really, really been trying hard to not be hurried at work. And I feel like there's just so many problems that it makes it hard to not be hurried. Um, this past week, I don't, well, and, and, and also taking a day off work. Oh yes, that happened this week. We went on a field trip to the air zoo. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. But taking a day off work means that I need to do 40 hours and 32 hours. Yeah. Because there's still all that work to do. Right. Um, And so I literally, I I had back to back to back to back, four days straight, something. Yeah. So I don't, I don't like that. But also, um, I have a lot of vacation time to burn and I'm going to hit my max. So I have to take every Friday off for like the next few months. So you're going to have to figure that out. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure out how to do that. Um, So what I am going to do, though, is I think I'm going to build the shed. What? That has nothing to do with your week. Well, on Fridays. Oh. Yeah, and and go grocery shopping on Fridays. That's going to be my deal. Every Friday I'll just, like, advance the project a little further. Okay. Well, why not? 
Okay. Yeah. So, just telling you now. Prepare. So when I start doing it next Friday. <laughs> On Friday. In four days. Is it four days? Five days. Five days. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's okay. how my week was. I just, I'm trying to ruthlessly remove hurry, and it's failing. I feel like we're failing. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't feel quite as hurried as you, but. Yeah. I I think soccer you can, is. You need to reread that book. Ruthless Hell with the Hustle. Oh, that's a book, too. The Ruth, R- Ruthless, the, elimina- Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. By John Mark Homer. This is the thing. To Hell with the Hustle with Jefferson Besky, Bethke. Yeah, that, that's great. These guys have great things to say. I believe it. I don't like reading nonfiction books. I just don't. You I don't gotta get a good highlighter it. and just go to town. Oh my gosh, that doesn't that doesn't bring me joy at all. Well, it doesn't always bring me joy, but it helps. I just I'm in this like I get seasons where like I can do nonfiction and you seasons don't really where I can't do it often. Nonfiction. I just because like my job is nonfiction, and yeah. I don't I don't want to do that when I'm reading. I don't know. So so yeah, you're trying to eliminate hurry. I'm, One day at a time. I, I think it's like a state of mind. The reality Your is... Your mind is, is hurried. Yeah. like the reali- Well, I just think that I can't always get rid of all these things that have to happen, but I can choose how I respond to those things. That's right. What yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Big feelings. What's your... Big feelings. What's your big feelings today, Em? Oh, my goodness. I have like a stage five Klingon vessel child. Dorothy. I would say stage six. Ten. Yeah. I don't know what the top is. Well, no, or I'm, whatever the top is. I'm saying because she's your six. It was a... Oh, sure. Stage six. <laughs> Klingon vessel. She, it's getting worse. She loves you. She loves me. A lot. Really hard. It was getting better when you left for five days. And then she loved me. I was gone for me. four days. Yeah. And then she loved you she more. She loved me more. And but, she still like kind of loves me. But. And not... sometimes she'll love Cora. But basically, she and just walks around saying... My name. Mommy. Mommy. It's like a whine. Yeah. It's like pretty pitiful. It's fine. It's like, I love it. And, at the, and you know, on the flip side, it's just... I just need a minute to have you do something without needing me to hold you, me. Yeah, wait till you take her passies away. Yeah. She's going to... She loves those, too. She's going to need you a lot. The, the order is me, passies. I'm not sure what's next. Maybe me. Maybe you. You know, when she's not mad at me for keeping you, you her from you. Yeah. Which is... So, it's day. just like... A, it's, it's just hard, but it's not going to be forever. So, I'm just trying to not be... Have too big of a like, fiery passion feelings. And just... You're not like, like Pokemon card crazy angry. Oh no, this. that's no. a whole different level. <laughs> they haven't been burned yet. Why do you bring that up? Just grind my ears. The fire that you have is just so great. All right, what about you? Um, my big feelings today are about um you know, at work and really in life, the technical aspect of the thing you're doing is never actually the problem like yeah you might be like let's say you're building something and like building the shed building the shed and there's some parts that are the issues like that but like you can work through those things those are technical problems those like can sometimes feel big 
But like when you really get down to it, it's people problems that are always the hardest part. Yes. Um, and in my new role, it is all people. And so all of the problems are not, people. The people aren't the problem. They just like those problems related to people are very hard. Sure. Um, and so I don't say this to complain about that. Like it's like I know this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, I just say this to say that like people problems are hard um, because when you're dealing with like technical problems. I think, like, there's a thing in your mind that's just like, hey, this is all going to burn someday, so it doesn't really matter in the long run, and you can kind of, like, disassociate yourself from it. Mm -hmm. But with people problems, you're like, hey, these are eternal beings, and, like, if we don't solve this thing... It matters. It matters, right? And so it has, like, a a heavier weight to it. Um, And lately, like, when people have unloaded their problems on me... I've been really failing at not owning. Oh, yeah. It's really hard not to like feel the weight to just like let it brush by me and like be like, well, I can't do anything about it. And so like, I'm just here to listen Mm -hmm. because I just want to fix things and I can't. Right. Yeah. All right. I'll stop talking. I'm sorry. Emily's yawning. So I was yawning. I'm sorry. (laughs) We're doing this at night. So. Yep. Okay. Those I didn't feel like those are very big. They were just they're, they're just, just life. things we have feelings about. They're just life. Yeah. They're yeah. the biggest feelings we have right now. I'm sorry. Feeling we a need little to blah. perk up. Perk up. Ma. Look a lot. Okay, let's go to top five. This will make me laugh. I, I know. I, I came up with it. I feel like with each of the top five, we have to explain. Like the other person needs to have an opportunity to explain. Oh sure. Oh, in this case. In this case. Yeah. Okay. So we have top five phrases or things or words that your spouse says often. Yep. Okay. Am I going first? Yes. So you would be saying top five Uh, things that I say often. That you say often. And I get the opportunity to explain why I say them. Yeah. You don't have to do every single one. (laughs) You maybe only get like. Two comments. No, I get to I get to comment on whatever I want. Which okay. Is everything. The first one is better out than in. Just to is be... what I always say. Well, I forgot that better out than in is what I always say. Yes. Is what I always say. That's what you say. Yep. Yeah. All the time. This is generally. So if in... I'm ever changing a poopy diaper, if someone has to go poop, if Nathan has farts, to go poop. Someone farts. If someone farts, burps even. Yeah. Nathan says that. Better out than in. Yes. Because can you imagine if you kept those things and you would die? It would be terrible. Yeah. So it is I, It is a fact. It's yeah. just I feel the need to point it out. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two is you betcha. And this is new. This is a newer phrase like within the last year maybe. So, so like what these things are that we're talking about, they're called isms, right? Sure. These are Nathanisms. So yes. I felt the need to... Um, bring forward some isms from my mom and dad. So this is... You felt the need or you just did? Oh, well, I just did, but also I felt the need to do this. Like, I didn't want these things to be lost. And so my I dad... I think this is the only one. No, no, the number four is as well. Okay. But that's not your dad. <laughs> I right, know. we'll get there. It's, number two. So this one is from my dad, and my dad would always say, you betcha. Yeah. Um, and so I started, like, kind of, like, 
trying it out. Trying it out at work. And then it just, as you, like, as we know, when you form habits, they become natural. And so now I just, instead of saying, like, yes to people, I say, you betcha. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds so old fashioned. You betcha. You betcha. Oh, man. It's like when we were talking about someone saying egads last night. Egads. Oh, man. I hope that they're listening. That's so funny. It was so funny. I loved it. I didn't even know. I haven't even heard that in real life. I've I don't read think it. ever. I've read it in yeah. books. I've never, I've heard, never heard a human say, say it. it. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Egads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number three is the feelings always follow. Oh, see, this is a serious one. It's serious. You say it to me when I'm freaking out about something or i don't want to i don't feel like doing something or i don't know i don't feel right and you're like emily you just like keep going forward the feelings will follow yep and it's good logical sound mind advice it's spock 101 it is yep okay number four is oopy oopy okay so this is said like, if you basically do, do something, something on wrong. accident yeah. or do something wrong, and you say oopie. Yep. And this is a thing I brought forward from my mom. Um, this is something that she says. And then I she think still you just, it. I think it just stuck to you. Well, I just think it's, I think it's really funny. It's like a funny way to be like, and, and I've heard Aunt Jill say it too. Okay. Yeah. It might be like a Ferris. Maybe it's a Ferris thing. Yeah. But it needed to be brought forward because it's like, it's like a cute, like, oopie. oopie. <laughs> it sounds so, like. Yeah, not it should not come from your mouth. I know it's what makes yeah. it even better. Yeah, I've heard the kids say it too recently. Yeah, so good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, and then number five is very carefully, and this is something that uh, if the kids ask any question, Nathan doesn't either have an answer or doesn't want to give an answer or doesn't want to put forth the energy to produce a thought about the question he just says very carefully so like hey dad hey dad um how do you i can't even how do you how do you make a car how do you make a car how do you build a car and then you say very carefully and we just all roll our eyes dad <laughs> so and and in my defense right if if you truly want to know the ridiculous things that you're yeah. asking me about like you should just you figure should it look out. them up because like i don't know everything the, po- the point I'm trying to prove they think is you know everything. I don't know everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's so, funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Lay it on me. Um, oh, I didn't. I never came up with a fifth one for you. That's okay. Okay. Well, so it turns out that dads are apparently say things say things repeatedly, but because like I think we're like jokesters, and a good joke is repeated, right? That's what makes it. So a good I need joke. to work on it. If you. I mean, if you want to have lots of isms, we were able to come up with some, but it took. It a was while. tricky for you. Yeah. So the first one um, for Emily is, "Help me, Rhonda." Help me, Rhonda. Um, I believe this is from something. I don't know what it's from. Oh, uh, Rhonda, help me, Rhonda. Both of those, they're yeah. interchangeable. You also interchange Ruby's name with Rhonda. Sometimes I do. Yeah, but you you say this often. Just, yeah, it's just like a ah, help me, Rhonda. Goodness oh, Rhonda. gracious! Goodness, oh my goodness. I wonder if my mom says it or if I just made it up. Who knows? Yeah. The second one. It, it sounds dumb when I see it typed out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, what I think was interesting about the word Rhonda or the name Rhonda is there's an H, H after the R. What's going on? Rahonda. Rahonda. <laughs> Rahonda. 
Yeah, I just... Uh, Rhonda. Never stopped to be blown away by the English language. How do people spell their names? I didn't get it. Yeah, so... Uh, the second one, we had to do some research. I did not do need to do research. Uh, well, we didn't know how to spell it. So how about you say it, and then I'll, I'll tell you what the research that I found about it. I can't even say it now that I saw it written. <laughs> heavens, to mer- heavens... No, it's Commergedroy. <laughs> okay, so... I don't even say Heavens Commergedroy, I just say Commergedroy. Yeah, so you've totally, like... Destroyed the phrase. I, I destroyed it. So there was a song. Because I learned it from my mom. From your mom and dad, yeah. There's a song in the 60s called Heavens to Mergetroid. Um, it's also a phrase used by a character on the Yogi Berra show in the 60s. Okay. Named Snagglepuss. Don't know that and either. And he would say, Heavens to Mergetroid. And it means simply like something's messed up. Like, oh, like, I cannot believe this thing's happening, right? Yes. Um, when I first heard Emily say it, I couldn't really understand what she was saying, and so because it's not even a like, like none of this word. even is a word. So I thought she was saying "converge to Troy," and I was like, "Why? Like, why do we need to converge to Troy? There's nothing good there." Like, converge to Troy. Yeah, you know, yeah. Tro- Troy was in the, yeah. like the Trojan yeah. War. Troy, yeah. Converge to Troy. That doesn't even make logical sense. Uh, nor does merge a Troy. Merge Troy. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. Yeah. M-U-R-G-A-T-R-O-Y-D. And look it up. It Apparently it's real, real, but I say Commergetroy, so I just made up my own word. Uh, yeah, and, and when I asked your mom about that, she also said that. She says Commergetroid? Yeah. See? With a K-A at the beginning. K, yeah. K, yes. But that's actually like nothing. That's a. It's that's, just it's just the Andrea to Emily To be thing. clear, when I asked ChatGTP about this... They said that there are some colloquialisms that aren't real that people have made up. And I was like, well, this well, is this probably is one, one of them. <laughs> so That's funny. Uh, the third one I had for you was meh. Uh-huh. Um, and that's just like a... Eh. Emily's big into onomatopoeia. Isn't that uh, what it's called? Where you yeah. Just, yeah. That's like... The and, word sounds like it sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other one, the, this, another one she says is buh. Um, I've... I've like have taken an effort to bring that forward. So when I'm in meetings and things are like, oh, you're bad, repeating it for me. To I, keep I it repeat alive. it for you. Yeah, it's an important one to keep alive. So well, I have teacups with both of those words on it. That well, you did, didn't one break? I think meh broke. Yeah, meh. But I do say that, but I think I say but more. Oh yeah. I need, I, think, a, I need some more exciting ones. Well, I mean, when meh and but are <laughs> <laughs> your isms, you well, might we, need some exciting When ones. we asked Oliver what's something that mom says a lot, and he's like, you tell us what to do. I'm like, great. <laughs> this is really great. Like, no, like, thing, like, yeah, no. It was, you, I need you, to work on it. Yeah, it was rough. I need to, I asked, apparently um, I need to I asked Cora start listening to my mom and dad and see what they say all the time. Or even just like, you just need to repeat things. You got to be repetitive. Repetition is king. So people can remember me. Yeah. By my words. By your isms. By my isms. I mean, I, I felt really good about my list. That's. I thought of your whole list. It's a, but those are all things I say. It's true. And I work really hard to say those repeatedly. Oh man. Okay. The better out than in, man. That one. That's my like favorite. that was the first thing. It's just can't just yes. Oh man, it's so good. Because you like flush the toilet, wash your hands, and walk out of the bathroom and just say it. I don't know. No, I don't do that. Sometimes. I mean... You do. I mean, I've been trying to... to make it known. I've been trying to add in references to, like, the 
the whistle before the train. Oh, you have been doing that. Lots of train. <laughs> that isms. didn't come from me. That's a Sethism. Okay. In which I like. I think it's a genius one. I mean, it makes what is sense. it about guys and bodily functions? I'm that not we need to sure. Talk about them. I think our our brains are just so simple that we like to you take have nothing like, else to talk. Well, about. like that we don't need to like go like we just like to like focus on the simplicities of life and like make jokes about them. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, because we're just so simple. Yeah, I don't feel bad being simple. No, because I don't get it. Because I mean, when the feelings come, I'm just like, well, eh, man, eh, ma, ma. Ma. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. All right, that was our uh, top five. <laughs> I guess top five and top silly. four. It is silly. You laughed. We so. laughed. Yep. You seem We're a waking little, up. You're a little perkier. We're perking up. Okay, so tonight we thought it would be interesting yeah. and fun. You know when you're sitting down and you're sitting across from your spouse playing your podcast for the day. I know everybody does this. We do it at least yeah. once a week. But I know like all the people that are listening to us also sit down and plan their podcast with right. their spouse on a weekly yeah. basis. And you, um, you're like, hey, let's come up with some ideas. Let's let's not take the time to come up with ideas. Let's ask Chat GPT. Yeah, to come up with them. we've been using it. And it didn't come up with ideas that we liked. No, we didn't like any of them. Um, so then we were like, up a creek without a paddle. That's an ism from my family. Uh huh. Um, and uh, why is it a creek? Why can't it be a creek? Because <laughs> the creek doesn't even make sense. I've never heard of a creek before. We're going that, to visit the that, creek. That's the phrase. I know. It just doesn't work. What was it? You, there, here's a word. Um, Chris, you can define this for us because we're not going to look it up. Quay. You were reading a book to the kids, and it said that they were going down to the quay. And you're like, I don't even know what a quay is. I heard you a say quay? this. Yeah. I don't even remember Q-U-A-Y. the book. Q-U-A-Y. Stupid. I can look it up, but I don't want to. It's more fun to let... Chris the, do it. The, yeah. 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 We're trying every week, Chris, to have something that you something. have to tell us. We're gonna, we're, we're Which gonna make... Chris corrected us last week. It was 1996 that Pokemon trading came cards out, came yeah. out, not 98. Right. So, so we were, I was I six was, years old. And I was pretty the... close in, in my like guess there. So I think that the first Pokemon game came out in 98. Like video game? Video game. Oh, okay. On Game Boy. God. Black and white, man. Wow. It was pretty fun. Those are good times. So we were. Trying to plan what we were going to talk oh, yeah. about, and we didn't like any of our ideas. None of them. We just didn't have passion about them, which is fine. Yep. And so we decided to play 20 questions, but not really. Not really, like but, four questions. But just like we thought it would be good to just ask each other questions that kind of help you to get to know the heart of us. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, pause for a second. Sorry about that, guys. We had a kid interruption, but we're back. Okay. It's taking everything in me to not say what we the can't. kid interruption was. We're fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> okay. So we're asking each other questions. We have a different list of questions. Yeah, we each are bringing our own questions to, to this. To this. Okay. Yep. So can I go first? Uh, yes. Okay. Right. Get to know Nathan right to the heart. If you could have any superpower... What would it be and why? <laughs> wow. I've put a lot of thought into this. And I just need to be clear. It's a very complex question. Let's make it simple. It's one superpower, right? Any superpower. But only one. I can't have like multiple powers. I think that's true. Okay. 
So I want to be clear. I don't want to live forever. Anything that causes me to live forever, I don't want that. So after okay. lots of deliberation, super speed. Super speed, like the flash. Yes. Okay. The reason being is that with super speed, you can get to anywhere you want quickly. Mm-hmm. You don't even need a. You don't even need an airplane anymore because you can run. You can run so fast. Yep. Okay. Two, your metabolism through the roof. Don't Eat have to worry about want. being fat ever again. Excellent. I love it. Okay. Um, and then reason number three, uh, time travel. Time travel. I didn't like. I don't like that about the show, The Flash, the show. It's also in the comics, so it's not like. I a don't show like thing. either. I don't like it. It's um, too confusing. It messes up everyone's lives so many times. You know, it just depends on which theory of time travel you're doing. We don't need to get into it. Right, because there's multiple theories. Right. Here's the thing: if time travel existed, we would know. We would know. Unless you're doing the alternate timelines theory, then you'd never know. Okay. Because the moment someone time travels, they create a new timeline. Okay. So, yes, that's so my... your super speed. Speed, yeah. Okay. Do I get, are you going to answer that question? No. I'm oh. Not. I mean, oh. I don't even care. I've never even put much thought into that in my life. Wow. I mean, you. I feel like you didn't always say super speed. You used to say flying. I used to say flying. And then I realized, like, ugh. All you can do is fly. That kind of sucks. Okay. Right? Like, there's like, it's such like a. Yes, it would be cool to fly. Don't get me wrong. But, like, it's like a one trick wonder. You know, it's not like. It's not versatile. You can't do a lot with that. Mm. And, like, if you're flying, like, now you got to deal with, like, FAA issues, like air traffic. We Probably learned not. a lot about airplanes. From a movie we didn't watch that I'm not going to talk about. Oh my goodness, Nathan's like, I almost said toxic trait. It's not a toxic trait, but it's not toxic. I don't know why. Every time we watch something that is new, which is pretty, like, we don't really rewatch a lot of things. So anytime we watch something. It's the first time we've watched it. And then Nathan, like, like, every time he finds out. He he tells somebody about it. Well, we just watched this and this this weekend, and this happened and this happened every time. It's so the funniest thing ever. It's an opportunity for me to relate with other people, and that's why I do it. Uh huh. I also get excited about it, and I want to share that excitement with other people. My spouse. But we were excited about. No. You're always excited about things we watch. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, oh, hey, that was great. It was great, and I want someone else to experience that was great. Okay. But if it wasn't great, I don't share about it. This this movie on Friday was Terrible a great acting. story, but the acting was real bad, like D level. Like I shouldn't have been done. I mean, it was Dennis Quaid, right? Like Dennis Quaid, but then everyone else was. Ooh, he didn't look so good though. He's getting old. Yeah, we well, watched. What, what, he, what he's not though. The like, wing. The on a wing and a prayer. There we go. On a wing and a prayer. It was on Netflix. Yeah. It's no. Based... No. What was it on? Amazon Prime. Bummer. It's based on a true story. So I think that... Right. Aspect, it is a true story. I mean, story. it is a true story. So that aspect of it was cool, but everything else was, They just, no. like, tried so hard. Just don't hard. watch it and read about the it's fascinating story. story. Yeah. Yeah. We won't give it away. People were in airplanes. That's it. That's it. They were praying on an airplane. Something bad was happening. Yeah. <laughs> it was such weird. All right. Um, so the question I have for you... <clears throat> What 
has been the most meaningful experience in your life so far? Babe, I started off with a nice soft one and you're just like cutting it deep. Yeah, but you're like a more relational person and so we need to get into like that that stuff. Okay, what's the question again? What is? What has been the most meaningful experience in your life so far? Oh my goodness. Um, If you had to choose... (laughs) Eyeliner varieties. Which ones would you choose? I wear eyeliner. (laughs) A meaningful experience. Um, I would say, you know, can you help me? See, this is why it's a great question for you, because I don't think you've thought about that I don't before. think about these kinds of things. Like, just think about, like, in your life, what, when you think about the things that you've done in your life, what just, like, hey, that meant a lot to me, that thing. I know marrying me was, like, like world-changing for you, but that's probably not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it. I mean, let's think of something else. I don't know. I should have been briefed on these. You didn't want to. You specifically said... Let's have it be a surprise. <laughs> the, the problem with surprises is you have to be ready to like answer anything. Do we need to come back to that we one? We can't. I need to because I don't... I'm blanking. I don't know. Like it's having, like a white sheet having of paper. kids, becoming a mom. Like those things that people would normally say. Like, okay. Uh-huh. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'll say... Uh, having twins. Interesting. Why? What's the question? Meaningful experience. Yeah, what What has been the most meaningful experience? It's not the your, most, but it is a meaningful one. In your life so far. And why? And why? Um, I think the fact that, like, I didn't have, you know, I had a single, single, three single babies. Singletons. Singletons. Um, and so you kind of, like, know the drill and know the what to expect and then when we found out we were having twins when i was five months pregnant it was kind of like holy cow um and it was like hard being pregnant with twins and then it was hard having twin tiny babies and i think um that was just a time where i was like stretched super far literally and figuratively, <laughs> um, to just, I just remember people being like, I don't know how you're doing this. And I didn't really know how we were doing it either. Um, and I think it just took a, like so much like learning, growing, determination, um, and just like doing the next, just like just doing it. Instead of living in the how, just doing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it like made me, like I've said this before, but like made me have big muscles a lot earlier than I think I would have if I didn't have that experience hmm. as a mom. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think it's your turn now. Oh, yeah. Mine aren't as deep as yours. My next one's going to be great. I already like... You're ready for it. Okay. What's the best piece of advice you have ever received? 
Hmm. Best piece of advice. Um, that's tough because I don't really listen when people talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Could be from a book, but you don't like nonfiction <laughs> books. Do we need a new question? <laughs> you know, I can't really like phone a friend. I, I think of like how. One thing I really respect about my brother-in-law, Seth, is that he's very good at, like, taking quotes from people or things that people have said, and, like, he, like, holds them close and he remembers them. I'm not very good at remembering, like, phrases always. Who said it and yeah, or, from. Or, or even, like, hey, this mentor said this thing to me. Like, I, But I can remember, like, the thing, like, the characteristic or quality that was imparted upon me. Okay. And so... I think the best advice, and I don't, I, and this quality, I think, like, I, I just had that retaught to me over and over again is the importance of, of working hard no matter what. Mm. Um, and I can, like, I can call that to my parents and your parents, the bosses I had over the years. Like, there was always this mentality taught to me that no matter what, whatever you do, you, you do it. You work it to its fullest. Like you, you, you give your, f- you give the most you can for it. And there's not like a really. There's probably really great phrases out there for it, and like. But I don't know. I think that's like the best advice that I learned is just that, whatever you do, it you do it to its fullest. Hmm. I mean, I think you do that. Well, it's like a part of who I am. Sure. Yeah. And I think that's something that we want to teach our kids how to do because you can tell them people don't work that way. Yeah. And I think, uh, now more than ever, more than when we were kids that kids don't do a lot mm-hmm. and a lot is done for them, which turns into adults not doing a lot and expecting oh. things. There's a word for that. It's called entitlement. Yes. We don't want that. That's a that's a four letter word in our house. That's a no. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's good. Yeah. So, um mm-hmm. what's one thing you wish you had known about marriage before you got married? And let's keep this like um, PG. PG. <laughs> right. One thing I wish I would have known. Um, I think you're going to answer this one too, because this is a good question. I just came. With Are these from Chat GTV? No, this one is from my. It's brain. from your own brain. I I have those. Okay. Huh. Um. I think. Uh. Maybe, like, before you're married, or maybe even, like, early married, it's all about, like, love and feelings feelings and all those things, which are good. Um, But sometimes when those feelings aren't as strong all the time, when reality hits a little bit, um, it's really easy to be selfish and um i think i've learned 
like how like I'm sorry for saying like so much but I can show my love in different ways or my respect in different ways to you and um being like a servant to you kind of combats the selfishness that like all humans have and how that like a husband and a wife need to you know think of the other higher than themselves we need to serve them um and we can do that in so many ways but just that it's I guess I knew that like I knew it wasn't always going to be feelings and love and all the time but maybe just practically like how does that work you know I don't know if I'm saying that well what am I saying do you know what I'm saying you don't know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) well it's like trying to follow a bowl of spaghetti from one strand to the next it's because I'm not prepared (laughs) you should have prepared I think what you're saying is that you you knew or people had told you that like that in marriage love would be more than just a feeling it would be a choice right but that you didn't know that it would be like like that the only way to really like fix that choice was to like treat the other person like they're more important than you so that you can fight away the selfishness that comes naturally when the feeling goes away. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Okay. You did it. You I made the spaghetti straight. Took <laughs> a little bit to get there, yeah. I'm tracking what you're saying. Because I just think it's... you. There's so many things that you wish you would have known, but you don't know until you do it. No. Or till things aren't working, and you know? Mm-hmm. And you have to... I don't know, push through the selfishness. And I just think about how we talk to our kids. Like, you know, we love, we love Ruby. And so we're going to do this because we love her. We're going to treat her this way because we love her. And that's not like going and giving her a big hug. We're doing other things to show our love. Mm -hmm. And that's not always easy or fun or comes natural. Right, but we still do it because we love her. So same for you. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to answer that question too? Oh, sure. What piece of advice do you wish you would have known before we got married? Um, I wish someone would have told me to get married sooner. Sooner than we got married? Yep. Really? It would have behooved me even more. Why? Um, I can tell you a hundred percent that I am not, I wouldn't be the person I am without having been married to you at as young of an age as I was. Um, okay. I think that for men, especially we're just idiots. And I mean this in the nicest way to half the world, but like when we have something that draws us outside of ourselves sooner, it's mm-hmm. called growing up and maturing. When we have something that does that to us, we we become who we were meant to be, like, sooner. And I wish that, like, 
someone would have told me how much like this was going to change me in a positive way because I can I can tell you without a doubt that if I hadn't gotten married and had kids early like I like we did um I feel like I would have been a real jerk hmm so I'm so thankful for how it all went down would it have but been... you wanted to get married when we were 18? Yeah, no way. Great. No way. Well, I don't I think it. so. No. Well, I mean, it's, it's not going to change. Yeah. So, like, no time machines here. Yeah. But I just think that... I guess maybe the advice is that I would have been nice for someone to tell me, like, how much marriage was going to change me. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's good. Because I... Like, I look at both of us, and we are nothing like what we were. Mm, no. In, like, a good way. Yeah. Like, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. You want it to be. I mean, that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a... Good question. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. I think you're up next. I am up. If you could live okay. yep. in any time period. Oh. Keep going. Which one would you choose and why? Which one? Yeah. This one. I was going to say the same thing. And the reason is I know that God placed me exactly where he knew I could handle it. When I read about like early settlers People going on the Oregon Trail. I mean, I don't think you couldn't fighting, handle it. Like, no David, showers. David and like, no. See? No. That's not, you're, that's not the journey for you. No. Building pyramids? Nope. Not going to, nope. Civil War? Riding in boats across the ocean? Not sure where you're going to go, if you're going to make it? Nope. Nope. No, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain. And I don't want to be in the future because already... But you do. There's like some already messed up things with this time. I can only imagine the future is going to be even worse. <laughs> okay. But like, like I, I don't, I just know that like, I like this time. It's, yeah, it's got some issues, but like. Um, You're made for it. Yeah. This time. This is the perfect time. Hmm. Give me the best chance to, to love Jesus. And I do. And so it's exactly where I need to be. Yeah. It's a trick question. It was a was. trick question. Yeah. Um, is this the last one? Oh, I mean, we, we got can, two more. We can ask. We can go to as long as we want. Okay. This is our podcast. You're right. We're in charge. Um, if you could, how do I want to say this? If you could spend time focusing on like one trait about yourself and like taking it to like the like a trait like 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 a trait about your personality like like hey like if i could focus on this skill or harness this aspect of who i am and and i knew that if i focused on it it would be like off the charts awesome like what what would it be like if you could improve something about yourself and you knew that it would work what would it be and why Okay. Um, Do you know what I'm getting at here? I guess. I need an example. So, like, let's say that you're like, man, 
I know that I kind of lack at organizational skills. It's not you, but that'd be boring. Sure. And you're like, and if I knew that I could focus the time on it to improve it and it would improve, I would want it. I would that. want that. And this is why. But like, you're really organized. So that's not. Yeah, that's the, not going to work for me. But like, that's a, that's an example. Sure. Sure. Like, is there something that you're just like, man, I'm, I'm not very good at this, but if I could be better at this, I would love to. And this is why. Huh. This is interesting. Well, I don't know if I'm going to go down the vein of like, I'm not good at it. It's maybe something I enjoy. I enjoy like um, getting people together. And in just in a simple way, I feel like we talked about this a lot in our community podcast episode, how we are um, often the ones that bring people together. But not always. But not always. No, no, no. And I think that, um, I don't know if that answers your question, but maybe just be able to do more intentional things instead of just like, hey, let's get together on Wednesday night and go out to a restaurant. Um, And just maybe provide a space or something for women to get together and just be really built into and loved on. Um, because I know I would love something like that, like to go to or be a part of more often than like, oh, I went on a retreat four years ago type thing, like an accessible thing in our community area. What's stopping you from doing that? I don't know. (laughs) Um, the energy probably Hmm. the bandwidth. And I know that like there's there's a season and a time for everything, and so that just might not be now. Is that a dream of yours? I have no idea. I've never thought of it till right the second. Honestly, I, I don't know where it came from. So I'm just, I don't either. That's why I'm. I was. I'm just trying to answer your question. Yeah. Maybe you'll have to think on that. Yeah. Okay. Sounds really cool. Yeah. Do you have something you would like to work on? Oh, man. I just wish I were a man, a master of balance. In your life. Mm-hmm. I, I was telling an employee, they said, like, how, how can I best, like, do my job, like, for you? And and I, and I they're like, how do I focus on all of these things? Like, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And I said, the reality is, is that it is impossible to focus on everything equally. And, in fact, focusing on everything equally would be detrimental. What you need to do is that there is a season where something requires more attention and other things get less attention. And then those other things maybe start to like veer away. And so you need to re- redirect your attention there. And so if I could <clears throat> figure out how to 
focus on the right things at the right time all the time. That would help. That would life. Be, that'd be awesome. I would love that. Um, and I just don't know how to do that. But I know that, like, that's something that Jesus was really, really good at, was being in the right place at the right time. And I wish that that's what I was really good at. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, I don't know if it's like a regret or something, but I feel like deep down in me, sometimes I'm in the right place at the right time, and that's totally the Holy Spirit like making that happen. But I still feel like sometimes I'm missing it. Like I missed focusing on the right thing at the right time. Hmm. And I don't want that. I want to be... I want to be at the right place at the right time. I think, like, you shouldn't try to hold yourself to some standard, though. Or I don't think having regret about missing something is... I don't know. I just... How do I say this? So, I recognize that like there's a call in my life to shepherd others. And I just want to shepherd others well. But sometimes in the process of shepherding like a sheep who is more lost, the others get less shepherding. Mm -hmm. Less focus. And I feel bad about that. Mm. Um. And that weighs on my heart because I I just think it's amazing that God can shepherd each of us the exact way we need all the time mm-hmm. and never neglect us. And I can't figure out how to shepherd one person well without neglecting others. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. I think it comes back to like, I need help with this God and you are a master of shepherding all of us right well yeah how can I how can you teach me how to do that yeah because it's hard like it in our flesh we can't do it and with him we can yep truth yeah Why are you shaking your head at me? I don't have any more great questions. You don't have any great questions? No. Um, what? Um, when we are older and our kids have moved out, mm-hmm. what are you looking forward to the most? Hmm. I don't know. I think that when I think of that, it makes me feel kind of sad <laughs> just because our life's going to be, I can't even imagine how different, right? It's going to be so much different than what it is now. I can't really fathom that, but I think um, 
I'm just looking forward to the, you know, eventually you're going to, you know, be retired and not be working in the same capacity that you do now. And um, just having the space to say yes to just whatever. And it could be something, you know, let's go do something fun or, or just... I can't even think of a specific thing, but just help somebody with this or be available here or do something for our grandkids because we can. And just having that freedom to be available and not feel like we have to like continue to live at like the pace we are right now. Mm. I think a different pace of life, I don't know if I'm looking forward to it, but it's it's just it'll be it'll be good when we're there but um i don't know it's just so hard to imagine for me hmm. what life will be like but i know it's going to be good i mean as long as we're together right yeah i'm um i'm looking forward to exactly that um, I want, I want our days to be busier, but busier with our yeses. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just in like that grind season of like work, homeschool, raise kids, try to invest in our marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. And that will be so different, so different. Um, not easier. No. At all. Right. Like we will be leading adult adults yeah and helping them through the same four-letter words that we've had to deal with right and 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 new stuff yeah i heard today from somebody who's in their 50s um she said you know when you retire people just coast and she said i don't want to coast no and i didn't really think about it again until right now I don't want to be that. I don't want to coast and just like live a flat, straight life of just whatever, we're fine. It's just the new season of new work. Yeah. And I want to live purposeful and do things with intention. And so many of, I think so many of the things that we're doing now, like living rhythmically, having, you know, like a purpose, having like, we have a mission statement for our family right this second, but what is our, you and I's like purpose going to be then? Like, what are we going to totally new? I don't even know. Yeah. And so I think like our um, mission right now is our family, right? In many ways. Right. But it's going to be totally different when our family is going to be just Everywhere. the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Our family's not in our house. Yeah. And, um, so I think that challenges my, my like thought process about when they're gone because I think it's easy to say well we're doing all of the like the hard work the big work right now which it is hard and it is big but it's but it's not the only thing that we have like in this life to do is now in these 18 or whatever years Mm -hmm. of kids it's like so much there's more Mm -hmm. And so I guess I don't know what that's going to be, but I'm here for it. Like, I I just want to be 
I want to be present and anticipate like there's something, there's more. Yeah. Instead of checking out. Sold. That was a good question. I really can't imagine being, having no kids in my house. But it's going to happen. I think we'll foster kids because you'll be like, I'm. When have you ever asked that in your life? I'm just saying, like, I have no do, idea. Do you think you would? Because you'll be like, oh, I don't like. You'll still have that desire to take care of kids. I mean, by the time that Dorothy is 18, you will be. That's 40. 16 years from now. So you'll be 41. 41, yeah. No, that's not right. 51. No. Yeah, 51. Right? Do you think you'll be done having that desire? Or will your no grandkids idea. be enough for you for that that you won't? I just I don't know. I'm just thinking about that. I don't that. know. <clears throat> um, if there was any person in time that you could meet, you could see right now, or sit at the table with and talk to, not Jesus, not Jesus. Who would it who be? Who would it be? And why? Any person in history. Hmm. I don't. Do you have somebody while I'm thinking? Because I don't know. Mm. Well, I have like sappy answers. Okay, well, what's the real answer? <laughs> um. I think I'd love to just have a few more minutes to talk with my dad. Yeah. And just, I don't know, just catch up, just talk about what's going on. And I think it would, he would be... It'd be so fun to talk to him about like this current role. Um, like I know what my mom says about it, and and it's so great, and it means a lot to me. But about it, your job? Yeah, or just oh. about like my life right now. Oh yeah. But I just think of like the times when him and I would sit at lunch or at Panera or wherever, and talk and never could have imagined this yeah I'm not gonna cry I'm you might not to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also if not him it'd be nice to talk to like younger Nathan or younger Emily huh and just say, like, I've had dreams like that, actually, where I, like, talked to you when you were younger. Huh. And, I don't know, just to, like, just be like, there's, like, we have such adventures to come. Yeah. Like, I'm so looking forward to them. Huh. Well, this is a weird topic. Wow. <laughs> What about you, babe? I 
I have no idea, honestly. Like, I was trying to think of some historical figure that I, like, admire. I don't know if I have a specific person. What about Susan? Yeah, I did think about Susan. My, She's my aunt that I'm named after. And she passed away before I was born. Um, she sounds a lot of like she was a lot of fun. You know, like when we talk about like people who aren't around, right? Because eventually, everyone isn't isn't. And I think about like. Um, like there wasn't like what God wanted for us, right? Like he wanted us to all be together and like to do this life together forever. Forever, yeah. And, and yet in spite of that, um, I think your dad can attest to this. I can attest to this, right? Like, um, yeah, those hardships of like losing loved ones sucks right um but also like i'm so blown away on this side of it by how much god like uses those hardships to like make us more like him Mm. to help us to like to grow and be things that we didn't think we were capable of right Mm -hmm. um um, that like the depths of love that we didn't think we were capable of the like the ways that like we're just like I, I could never be like that but yet like these hardships these things these discomfort uncomfortable things as we talked about in church today right like they make us so much better mm-hmm. than we ever could be yep and so no do I want to lose anyone no but also, I know that God's not going to let it be a waste. Mm-hmm. And it's not a waste. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something super being uncomfortable, having hard things happen. That, yeah, we don't want. Um, but I think it's so powerful to see that... Yeah, the good, the learning, the like strength, the all those words that comes from it, and um, something that I think we're continuing to learn. But just another thing that like we want to teach our kids, right? Like being uncomfortable or doing hard things isn't bad, and I think that's the that word bad can be associated with. Hard. And it's not. Just because it's hard doesn't mean it's bad. Right. And I, and that is something that I have to continue to preach to myself because I don't always believe it. Well, right? we, we avoid hard, right? Right, we do. Right, like even like, like simple things like, oh, it's, it's cold in my house. I'm going to turn the heat up or put more blankets on or like whatever. It's mm-hmm. like even those little things where it's just like, well, no, maybe it's, maybe it's okay to be cold. Right. 
or, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. This is in reference to a book that um, we heard about. I don't know what it's called, but oh, the comfort crisis. The comfort crisis. I actually kind of want to read it. it. Sounds really good. So I don't Seth know who it's out. by. Um, text Seth that here, and and he can tell you <laughs> the comfort crisis. It's just how we choose to be comfortable. We choose to fill every second of the day with something, with, you know, and we don't know how to be uncomfortable. Or even bored. Or bored, right. And a thing that I say to my kids, they're like, Mom, I'm bored. And I'm like, good, you'll find, like, that's good. And I tell them that. Like, that's good. And they usually find something Something to to do. do. And, but myself, right? Do I allow myself? I don't know if I, I don't really let myself get to that place. Yeah, I was convicted. Um, remember when cell phones used to just be cell phones? You could text well, with, like, uh, what are those, what was T9. that? T9. Oh, T9, man. T9. That's a blast from the past. But remember, like, all you could do was call and text. And I just feel really, like, part of my job is on my phone. And so it's very hard because I can easily justify my time on there. Right, I don't. I'm not on social media. I don't like scroll through other people's lives. When I'm on my phone, it's it's solely for work, and yeah. then the occasional like game I'll play that I'll end up deleting because I'm like, why am I playing this? This is stupid. But even so, right? Like, it's as simple as like you sit down in the chair in the living room, and you're like, there's a moment of silence, and like, what is your it's like you have to like force your hand to not reach in your pocket and grab your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, to be okay with like sitting there being bored, right? Um, I don't know. I've just been that was challenging to me today. But then also in the same vein, like recognizing that like we need to be outside, even on these like gross, dreary days. Um. We just need to, like, it's easy to be inside. Oh, yeah. It's comfortable. And we need to choose discomfort because because we're selfish creatures. And... I mean, there's so many reasons we need to be outside, but but we just... Not even outside, but just, like, we need to choose discomfort in our lives. You know? Yeah. Speaking of that, we should, uh... We should get up and go for a walk tomorrow morning. Maybe. Whoa. Kids, get up. Maybe. Let's start it. We didn't tell them we were going to do that. So how's that going to work? Oh, and you've got Quorum Day tomorrow. Well, just like you, like, well, they got to get up early to leave. I understand. And the sun's not up early. Well, one of the days. Another week, day. We need to. Yeah. We should do it. Okay. I'd like that very much. Okay. Okay. Well, do you have more questions? I don't. Did we hit 20? It felt like we got pretty close. I don't think so. 10? So if bonus points to whoever takes the time to count the number of <laughs> to count the number This is not a game asked. show, Nathan. I mean, no, but like life is a game and... We're all in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're playing that game. Like a whole whole study called the gamification of life. It's like a thing. Yeah. So, um, 
I mean, I hope this was helpful to people. I don't know what it was. It was just good. It's like being on a date. It's like just for the chatting. first time, and you like ask questions, but we're not been on dating a date. for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's just it's good to ask questions. If that were like a a takeaway I have from, from Dennis Moore, it's that like asking questions is really really important. It's like what makes it's what makes relationships happen. It does. Because when you spend the time just talking at people, um, you don't ever actually learn anything about them because you're talking at them. But when you start to ask questions, um, which is another great book, it's The Art of Questions or the... It's, I don't know, we have it over there. Um, but it's just like the, like the Art of Asking Questions or something like that. And it was one of the last books that my dad and I read together. And it's just a, a great nonfiction book. Ooh. Um, but it, like the premise is is pretty simply like we just we are typically waiting for the opportunity to speak when we talk to other people. That's true. And that's not a relationship then. But when we actually are like truly just asking people questions about themselves and giving them opportunities to speak, and then asking more questions related to the things they say, um, like what we did today. You just get to see their heart. Yep. And that's good. Yeah. Even if you don't know the answers to half of the questions you're asked. Mm. You're, I, I'm actually really proud of you. You're not the best at like... On the spot. On the spot questions. Because you don't always think about like those things. No, I'm not. But I felt like you answered a lot of questions today, which showed that you have been thinking more about those things. You might be getting introspective in your old age. Old age of 33. That's good. (laughs) Well, friends, thank you for listening and being with us this week. We so appreciate it. Um, We hope you have a great week. And we'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye.